Hey there, I'm Andrew Ruff. This is my podcast. Here, you will find me reviewing movies and music and some childhood stories and all that sort of thing. If you enjoy it, awesome. If you don't, don't watch again. Enjoy the ride. Welcome back. Today I am doing a top 10 podcast. Uh, I'm going to do two lists. Uh, I'm going to start off with a an objective list. And I'm going to be doing the highest paid athletes of the last 12 months according to Forbes. So number 10 is Kevin Durant at $75 million. Number 9 is Tom Brady at $76 million. Number eight is Lewis Hamilton, $82 million. I'm surprised the NASCAR driver is this high. Uh, number seven, Roger Federer comes in at $90 million. Number six, Neymar at $95 million. Uh, number five, LeBron James comes at $96.5 million. Number four, Dak Prescott comes at $107.5 million. Uh, I'm guessing he's really, really good. I'm not a huge football fan, but if he can pay more than Tom Brady, then he must be uh, pretty good. Number three, Cristiano Ronaldo, $120 million. Number two, Lionel Messi, $130 million. And then number one, by a pretty wide margin, uh, Conor McGregor at $180 million. Uh, I knew... I figured Conor McGregor was loaded. I did not think he was that loaded, though. So uh, when doing that list, that definitely caught my eye. The next list I'm going to do is a subjective list, uh, my own opinions. And we're going to get a little bit more detail rather than just listing off uh, athletes or whatever, whenever they get paid. Uh, so I'm going to be doing my top 10 pet peeves. Uh, a lot of things irk me throughout a day. Uh, I, I don't hold on to that anger, but like, you know, in the moment, I'm like, yeah, damn it, these damn thing, whatever. Um, but then I let it go. So I, I, I like to think that makes me a less angry, more positive person. So uh, we'll get right into it. We'll go 10 through 4, and then I'll, I'll do something special for the top 3. Um, but yeah, pet peeves starting at number 10. Uh, toilet paper in the under position, very insignificant one. Uh, I've noticed it in our, in the bathrooms recently, and you know all the horrible things that the boys have done in the bathrooms, and I think that's one of that's up there. Um, I'm kidding, but it just it just doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. So a lot of times, if I don't expect it, like I go to pull the toilet paper and it's just not there, and oh, I have to pull it from under. Uh, it just it doesn't make sense to me, and it looks wrong. Over is the way. Uh, so yeah, number nine, uh, automatic restarts on my computer. This is less frequent with my new computer, which is why it's so down on the list. Um, but it's still annoying. Uh, a lot of times it's just hey, your computer's restarting in fifteen minutes, and it's you know the buttons are restart now or wait till then. So it's like well you know, 
can't do much about it. Maybe there's a way to fix it. I'm far from smart at technology, but yeah, that is more, like I said, more on my old computer. But uh, if it ever pops up here, it just always frustrates me, especially if I'm in the middle of doing something important. Uh, so yeah, automatic restarts on my computer is number nine. Number eight, the Bleacher Report app. Uh, this is the biggest steaming pile of crap app I've ever used. Uh, not that I've used many, but like I try to watch, I forget exactly, but something on that. Some might have been like a UFC event. I don't know. Uh, I don't even remember it. I remember the app more so because I, in, instead of like just being able to log in and like pay for whatever and then just watch it on your computer, it, they, it's an app. So you, what they do. So what I have to do is load up the Xbox, and then it gives you a code on the computer. And then you have to type that code into the Xbox to then just play whatever you want. It was, all right, on top of that, it was lagging. Uh, the quality was, like, in and out. It was just shitty. It was just terrible. I couldn't stand it. Uh, so I'm glad I don't use it regularly. But, uh, yeah, that Bleacher Report app is unnecessarily difficult. I'm sure there's a method to the madness, and I'm sure it has to do with money, but uh, yeah, I don't get it. It was awful. It's all together. Alright, number seven, uh, getting spammed phone calls. Probably should have put this up higher, but you know, seven through four is all pretty tight. Uh, this is specifically with my friends. Um, it's never with family. Or, or anyone else, right? Never like someone, never a mutual friend or anything. It's always my close friends. Uh, for some reason, instead of like calling me once and then hoping I get back to them or sending me a text message or whatever, they call me like six times rapidly, thinking that somehow if I'm not at my phone, I'm magically going to appear and answer it. It drives me up the wall. And other times, like if I'm in a another call with somebody, when someone calls you, it interrupts your call with that person. So when they call me, it's an all right, like I'll get back to them later when I'm done with the call, but then they call me again, and then again, and then again, and I am in rage. And then, uh, like, it's just, ugh, just thinking about it has me flustered, right? It completely interrupts the flow of whatever I'm trying to do with the other person. I don't, I don't get it. And then a lot of times I tell them this, and then their response is, well, you should have picked up. It's like, have you, have you not been listening to me? I'm in the middle of doing something with someone else. like, Or I'm not at my phone, or like I'm not in the mood to talk. Like, Get the hint. Uh, yeah, that that's, probably should have put it higher. But uh, it is what it is. Right? Uh, number six, people who invite themselves. Uh, uh I, don't know. I feel like we all have that one friend you're trying to make a plan with a, a group of friends and someone overhears and they just kind of invite themselves or they assume they're invited when they're not. I don't mean to sound cold or like click, clicky, I guess, like our friend friend groups that click. But I mean, sometimes it's like a lot of times I do with inviting people to my house. Uh, there, there's one example, actually, when uh, my brother who's friendly with my friends, well, like my two closest friends. So he wanted to take the three of us out to eat. And the third guy overheard 
and like I'm like I know how he kind of operates. So I was like, yeah, you know, my brother's gonna take him, him, and myself out to the ninety nines or whatever, right? So hoping he get the message, and then his response was, well, you know, uh, I think I might be working that day, so uh, I I don't think I'll be able to come. You know, in my head, I'm just like, well, you, you were never invited, right? And it's nothing against the guy; he's a great guy, but like my brother offered to pay he doesn't know this person like this was designed to be with the three of us that he knew right so right and it's happened with numerous other people numerous other times um i like to invite people all of it same with my if i'm inviting them to my house right i don't like too many people in my house i'm, I'm just not comfortable with it only close friends so uh it's just I don't, people invite themselves. They, they annoy me. <laughs> they assume. It's annoying. Anyway, number five, uh, the seating arrangement at lunch. Right, I'm not anti-vax or anti-COVID or whatever, um, but I hate the inconsistencies in COVID rules when they when you try and do stuff that they claim is precautionary when in reality it's more for show and it doesn't really make a difference. All right, the seating X's or whatever at lunch doesn't distance people at all. I, mean, I don't care personally. I'm not really concerned about the virus. But when you make us sit separately, when we're still just like face to face, just a seat apart, like if someone has COVID, you know, we still have a very good chance of getting COVID. So enforcing this stuff, like I, I know it's not the their fault because apparently like the superintendent or whatever that bald dude is cracking down on it. The committee, that that's what they said, something like that. So it it just doesn't make sense, right? Same with like I don't know, like, like the long tables, people are right next to each other, right? But then you know, or at the circle table, it's like oh, we're every other seat, but we're still like face to face like if someone's sick we're gonna get sick uh so like if a fifth person god forbid sits at a circle table it's like well i mean is it really that big of a deal like is it really making a big difference i, I don't think so all right i just inconsistencies right like we're being precaut we're being cautious all day and then the seating chart just goes against that Right. Like I said, I'm not too concerned about getting sick. Right. It's just it's really inconvenient when you make these rules that really don't make a difference. All right. Uh, number four, uh, weirdos in the bathroom. Uh, this has been a thing since middle school, at least. Uh, I, I don't get it. There's just weird people in the bathroom. Right. I, I can't piss in peace. All right. Like they're vaping, obviously. Worst kept secret. Uh, like they talk in these weird fake Boston accents, some of them, and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, no one looks at the Boston accent and is flattered by it. They laugh at it. They laugh at us for the Boston accent. So I don't know why they're trying to fake it. Um, they say weird stuff. All right, they're always asking me for "quote unquote" schlab, whatever that is. Um, and they always like huddle around the urinals. What are you doing? I, I don't get it. Um, and they really bug me. They always look at me like I'm the weird one. 
when I'm just trying to pee and wash my hands and get out of there. But whatever. It's it's always a stoner group. They're, they're in every grade. It is what it is. All right. So now I'm going to talk about my top three. All right. So we're in my top three pet peeves. Uh, number three, I've getting interrupted. Uh, this is pretty broad and vague. Looking back on it, uh, you know, if I'm talking to somebody and they're eager, uh, or I'm not really familiar with them, uh, like it doesn't really bug me that much. Uh, it's usually friends or family, close friends and family. Sometimes I'll be telling a story in the middle of it. My friend will just like ask when a project's due, which has nothing to do with what we're talking about. And it's like, I'm in the middle of saying something. <laughs> Save that thought for another minute. Um, I can't, not really too much to go back, uh, go further on this. And again, interrupted in a careless way. Just annoys me a lot. All right, number two, I have people standing in the middle of the hallway. Uh, some people are just clueless and like they look at their phone in the middle of the hallway and they just stand there with their buddies and they have no awareness of what's going on around them uh you know you want to look at a text look at whatever like with your buds move out of the way move to the lockers uh especially in this school with each quadrant having like the couch area go sit on the couch or something like get out of people's ways uh, it's, they're just clueless. There's not much more to it. Uh, and then last but not least, number one, certainly not least, number one, people who walk extremely slow. Uh, this also can go with the hallways, right? One person walking slow is not a big deal. You just walk around, like, whatever. Uh, it's usually the group of three or four people that are walk three or four wide, and they're in everyone's way. And they're extremely annoying. Um, one of my bolder friends at times has literally just bursted through the pile of them. I, I could never do that, but it was hilarious. So, And it kind of got the message across because then they kind of split up into groups of two. But yeah, that really irks me. And then there's a specific group of kids that walk from the library in the morning, just like I do. And they are comically slow. Um, there's been times where they're way up ahead of me, and I make up ground on them waiting like, before we even get to the school, even close to the school, and they just, they're just super slow, and they're super clueless. Like, they, the entrance to the library from the main, main street, they just, they walk down the middle of it, and it's like, there's just zero thinking there they're gonna get hit by a car someday it's like someone's gonna pull in and they're just and they're gonna get hit it's not gonna be the driver's fault it's gonna be their fault for standing like right in the way of where people turn in like i don't get it and then the, the other day oh this is terrible the other day uh they showed each <laughs> the crosswalk from the library to the like the main pathway to the school they just stopped in the middle of it watching a video as the car was pulling up. How, how clueless are you? Like, that's, like, and I'm not even a fast walker. I never claimed to be. But they just, it, 
they're just really irritating. Uh, and out of all the pet peeves, people who walk extremely slow is number one. And those kids from the library in particular, uh, if I get stuck behind them, I, uh, I, I'm not too, too much of a good mood going into school. All right. But anyway, that's my podcast. Here are my two top 10 lists. Hope you enjoyed. I'll see you next podcast.